This episode contains spoilers for Season 8 of Game of Thrones and Avengers Endgame. You've been warned. Hey guys, this is Rob Bass, and you're listening to the Movie Podcast Network. Are you into comics and cool stuff, or did you like to be? Well, if so, go on and check out our guys over at waywardraven.com. If you haven't been there, you should. Great stuff, novelties, gear, comics, and uh, just a bunch of cool guys. So check them out at waywardraven.com. Use our discount code. You know what it is. It's Neckbeard to get a certain amount of money off your purchase. Check them out today. If you're a gamer and or like coffee, be sure to get over to Player One Coffee, our guys in Salt Lake City. Be sure to get yourself some of the Overclocked Omen, as it is the God's gift to gamers. Go on over to PlayerOneCoffee.com and use our discount code, GeekCastLive. Hey everybody, GCR here to tell you about a new product that we are trying to sell and that we use ourselves. It's CBD oil. If you're anything like me, as a 35-year-old overweight man, you have a sore back, you have a sore shoulder, and you fight insomnia all the time. Well, I don't anymore. CBD oil is legal in all 50 states, and this HempWorks product is fantastic. We have THC-free if you're worried about a drug test, and we have salves and creams and oils, peppermint, cinnamon, no flavor. We have everything. Go to GCLCBD.com and get some for yourself because you deserve it. If you're anything like us here at GeekCast Live, I know that almost all you've ever wanted to do in life is play wizard chess. Well, now here's your chance. You can head on over to squareoffnow.com and pick yourself up a wizard chessboard, basically. Just use our discount code GCL to get 20% and free shipping off of your order. That's squareoffnow.com, discount code GCL for wizard chess today. Go buy t-shirts. <laughs> play that. Just play it. GCL thread, GCL.threadless.com. T-shirts, hats, shower curtains. Be about uh, that life. You can probably get it life. on a toy. I anal beads. Mm-hmm. I think they have anal beads. They have leggings. Yeah, stockings, bath curtains. They got like uh, uh, Kenny Loggins skull on a T-shirt. <laughs> it looks like Kenny Loggins, doesn't it? Wait, what was it? GCL. .threadless.com That's gcl.threadless.com 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 It's a trap! Jobs for Christ. Another episode of the Geekcast Live Podcast, episode 6259. I am your host, as always, Rob Bass. (laughs) And Cartoon Me. 
<laughs> that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> that was well done. I feel like that needs to get some play before we just like move oh, onward. That oh, was wow. fucking funny. <laughs> we're trying to we're trying to bring this thing back to a happy place. Hi, everybody. <laughs> hello, hello. Uh, a non-profit. <laughs> <laughs> Last week we were super inebriated, uh, which is good. Uh, bringing you a live concast. It was a little. Uh, it was a little all over the place. And it was we, all over the place. We kind of, in the process, sort of skipped over two major uh, events in in geekdom. So we're going to try and uh, steer it back to our wheelhouse this week. We, uh, to be fair, we started that day uh, heavy wine. It was a, we, we drank. Well, it was we, a very light wine, but but yeah, but it was yeah, but how many what? how many <laughs> bodas of wine? Of I think, I think Joe said it was a 12-pounder. Well, what if it, we drank 12 I, pounds of I, wine? I brought 20 pounds of wine. You left with none of it. I left with none of it. Right, so we drank, basically 25. Friday, we drank about 20 pounds of wine yeah. playing uh, Escaton, which the Kickstarter is live again, folks. It's oh, live. good. Go check it out. Um, Back from then, beyond uh, the then, Nexus. Then that turned into like... Um, I'd, I'm not sure we had dinner, and then there was a Smash well, Brothers tournament, yeah. and then then we went to the to the, to the hedonism, hedonism pit, and pit, and, and, mm-hmm. and then I I think I think I jumped through the grill of a Ford Taurus with my head. Uh, well, no, know. you jumped you jumped ass first, but then it, it right. rolled you head first <laughs> onto the hood, ass back and ground, as inertia is wont to do. Right. I mean, as, we, as you have it, we rode that golf cart like it was a clown car. Yeah, well, I don't know what the the specs are on an easy go, but I, I think <laughs> we were about three spins over max capacity. Accurate. So there was that. Yeah, the heat. All I remember about the hedonism pit is that, um, it was it like a, I was having Vietnam flashbacks of like my eighth grade like winter dance and then some some hooligan kept throwing wood on a fire that didn't need any more fire that that fire My- was, was already five alarm when he put mm-hmm. like two large logs on it i yeah. was i was standing probably 10 feet away from the fire when my hams began to cook <laughs> you could you could smelt iron yeah. in that fire yes oh with God the bones it. of your enemies, mm-hmm. if all God bless it, to strengthen them. So uh, that was, so and so that thing. that's that's the story. That's the story of that podcast you heard last week. Um, so this week, I am much more sober this week for sure. Um, so those are. I've been on a water fast for four days. <laughs> mm. Yeah, there was a purging that had to happen. Yeah, uh, I've been on Monday, Tuesday. I'm yeah. about halfway through a very tall glass of Jameson. So well, there's then there's Rob. And then there's Rob. Rob. (laughs) (laughs) Sadie Godiva was a fighter. Uh, I could not get that stupid sex on a lady song out of my head. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, throwing it out there. Oh man, Nick! I just I'm mumbling it to myself, and I I feel like an idiot. (laughs) Uh, it's the stupidest funny. song. Like it's like, amazing. It's so it stupid. It's so foul. 
That's so great. Foul is but, the right <laughs> word. I showed it to my wife. She said, what's number three? Oh, Maddie. <laughs> and I said, what do you think it is? And then she said, ugh, and left the room. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> ugh right. is exactly right. <laughs> what I don't get is if the hormone monster is the other guy, then what is that thing that's advising uh, Scuba Steve? Everyone gets their own hormone monster. Mm-hmm. Ah. There are multiples. Yeah. Indeed. Yes. It all comes full circle. And then there's a shame wizard. I tell you out wizard. of time, baby. It was, there's yeah. a shame wizard. He's voiced by Remus mm-hmm. Lupin. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, uh, the hormone monster that you primarily follow, his name is Maurice. Yes. He's uh, and I- funny. I can't remember shit. What was the name? Connie. Connie's the name of the hormone monster. Yes. There's a monstrous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's also a monstrous. Gender equal. She, Her she full name it. is actually Constance Harland, apparently, according oh, to the, the Big Mouth Wikipedia. And there's uh, Maurice Beverly. Oh. Mm-hmm. Beverly. He's also known as the Puberty Fairy. Beverly Crusher. What, what the fuck you call me? What the fuck you call me? <laughs> Not that I have a uh, fuck around with a dude. <laughs> oh, Elliot yes. Birch. Well, I'm so, fairy. <laughs> Didn't know, know oh, that was Maya Rudolph Birch. does the voice of that? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, line, the cast lineup is absurd. It really is. But anyhow, we digress. Um, so that so was I last came, week. I came home Sunday, and we went and saw Endgame again. And then I came. I was home late for episode three, so I, I I had a I decided to be a dumbass and instead of like go to bed early on the Sunday we got back, I stayed mm. up until like twelve thirty, catching up on the maybe the the pinnacle of Geek Weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like was- a worldwide pinnacle when you have. Endgame come out the same weekend as the much ballyhooed Battle of Winterfell. Yeah, exactly. I tell you, Ryan, you might as well have started a land war in Asia in terms of classic <laughs> yeah, blunders. Classic blunders? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I got into a battle of wits with a Sicilian when death was on the line. <laughs> that is... <laughs> that was a lot. There was a lot there. Thank you. That's a lot to unpack. But this show, there's always a lot to unpack. With this show. <laughs> We're nothing if not esoteric. <laughs> Eso. So let's. So mm-hmm. I uh, give me a quick. We'll cover it. Uh, we'll cover it on a future episode or a Patreon podcast. But give me just a quick, um, like elevator thoughts on the Battle of Winterfell episode. Well, if I could, if I could. <laughs> Sorry, that's my. Aggressive. That's how I felt about it. If uh, if you're new to the show, welcome. <laughs> uh, go back and make sure you listen to either episode six two fifty two, which is the blase pseudo cynicism episode, or it could be uh, Dolphin Fist. Very well, be Dolphin Fist. Or there's an outside chance it's in uh, Locus. AKA all or none of them. But go back and listen then so that you can hear us, especially me, uh, <laughs> do some some roll Pontif- a 20. Some pontificating. Yeah, I'm rolling a 20 on the 20-sided die multiple times as I soothsay and predict the entire 
episode three of Game of Thrones. And we usually aren't that self-aggrandizing here, but this one deserves a little bit of a, a little bit of a, um, you know, tickle your own prostate. So listen to that first as we call our shot. Uh, but now then going into, are we talking episode one, two, and three, or just episode three? You can, you can give just episode three if you want. Sure. Um, we'll I think we're, I think we're all, I think we're all in agreement that episode one was like, it was awful. Was poo poo. Episode two should have been episode one. Or <laughs> episode one and two, two smushed I, together. Episode two should have just been released every week of every episode. I think episode two <laughs> might have been. Episode two is a top three in the series for me. Mm-hmm. I'd probably give it that. Uh, hands down. Um, that brings it to episode three, which. Um, is that a goose? That is a goose. <laughs> it is a goose. <laughs> it's the goose app. <laughs> I got my own version. Huh? It was though. Oh, nice. So the uh um I was so thrown off by the goose. <laughs> Sorry. I don't <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what people tell me or what or what the showrunners or cinematographers want to say. If I have to adjust my television for an episode of television that I've never had to do before, uh-huh. your production was bad. It's not my fault or my TV's fault. Yeah, we shouldn't be punished for buying a 4K TV. Um, or not. So, or not or having not. a 4K. Okay. You, should, you should produce. There's pictures, like still shots of the episode. Like there's one of Danny. Well, I guess spoiler. We don't do spoilers. Do we do spoiler things? Uh, for this episode, I feel like we probably should. Okay, well, sure. yeah. From for, here, for, from, for, from here on, for Game from of here Thrones, on out, if you're listening, and for Endgame, if, this is going to be spoiler fucking filled. Yeah, if you're going into the grocery store with us, that's a liquor store, isn't it? It's a liquor store. Oh, and a Korean lady no, liquor store. See yeah. it all the way through. Yep. You're gonna uh, get you're, some you're eggs. guilty too. Don't be yeah. accomplice. Don't be upset when we shoot the guy in the head. That's this true. took a dark turn. You, dro- you drove the car. You were in the car. Yep. That's a so, small town murder blast. So go ahead and go ahead and and know that the the, the spoiler warning has been done. I'm not going to worry about it anymore. There's and honestly, still- unless you're living under a rock, if you are a fan of either of those genres, by the time this episode plays, you should have darn well seen. Episode oh, yeah. three of Game of Thrones. You'll be uh, two. You'll be nine days after Endgame, and almost a week away for yeah. You should have seen it. If you're listening to this show, chances are you have seen it. Most um, likely. If not, still do it now. Of Danny crying over a dead Jorah Mormont, and it's like vivid and colorful, and looks just as real as it's supposed to look with the whole dark fucking. But you can see it, and mm-hmm. it's like, and then I have a screenshot. Um, I have a screenshot of uh, Barrack Dondarrion getting stabbed in a hallway. Yes, the barricade. You can't see. You can't see anything. <laughs> yeah, you, you can can't tell nothing. where the walls begin and end. You don't know. You can kind of see maybe the profile of us. It was just too dark, and so that took me out of it. And then, listen. So Arya is some super soldier ninja, and that's. Whatever. That's fine. That's fine. She's been training for years. She's been killing all over Westeros for a couple of seasons. Sure. Whatever. I just want to know if you were to 
do the math on how on how tall the Night King is and how tall she is and the angle at which she came in, what does her vertical have to be really to make that happen? Right? Can she even physically make that leap? I that that's nitpicking and I can't believe I'm the one saying that. <laughs> There's no way there could have been a stump, a tree stump back there. I mean, that she she took so a, she, a flying she leap, ran in and jumped off a tree stump. I'm I just mean, floating what... it out there, floating it out there. I mean, I'm I, I'm kind of with Nick on that one, actually. Lame. Like, lame. I think what was way worse was having her be in that room like 30 minutes before the episode ended. Because as as soon as soon as Melisandre says, "and blue eyes," I knew how the episode was going to end. Oh, and I, it knew, took I knew. Another, yeah, it still took another. Like like they within the narrative structure of the episode it should have happened close to like within five minutes. We shouldn't have had to wait fifteen to twenty minutes for that to happen. Well, she had to go set up a mini trampoline out. And the fucking dead had to raise back again because he hasn't used his power once, even though he should have begun with like, oh, you sent 300 screamers at us. Have them back. They're impervious. uh, Whenever you're just dealing with endless hordes of undead, why would you bother with that right away instead of just slaughtering through the entirety of Winterfell and then doing it? If as we opposed, want to start as talking about, about as if opposed we want to, to talk just, about, go ahead. Sorry, I say as opposed to just waiting until the optimum time to raise the stakes for the folks at home. He's not a super field commander. Ugh. He's no. He's no master villain. You're. Just, you're right, but he's a like a lich lord. You don't need to be a battlefield commander. You've got an endless supply of undead that are making more dead things that you can make more undead. I'm like, with you. Have you guys ever played a necromancer before? That's what I'm saying. Make ever? more dead as you go to demoralize your foes. I played a garbage foes. mancer once. <laughs> Fair. Touche. Nice. Blast. Blast. I, here's my thing. If we want to talk about battle... How about... And this, I'm just throwing this out there. How about dig two trenches? Okay. How about just have them already lit? Yeah. Well, then you then you can't trap them in it. Well, so here's the other thing. How's how's about doing this? How's about covering the field with pitch? Maybe, maybe keeping everybody behind the already lit barricades. I didn't understand why they. uh, So you know that you're going up against the undead, right? And the undead probably don't need to see all that great because they just they know the general direction and they're being commanded by somebody who can see fine. So whatever. So. You don't have to worry about having uh, a disadvantage for having lit up fields, which there were plenty of giant fields around Winterfell before you got to the point where you were at the forest where the dead were coming from, from the north. So why didn't you have torches or something like all over the place? They would have been... It would have gotten put out, but that initial charge whenever you lost... You know, three thousand Dothraki screamers into a void of nothingness, and nobody had any idea. Well, what they, had, they had, they had, flaming swords. It's flaming. They were flaming. Well, yeah, no. Also, no, and I understand the bravado, and like I, I did love that moment specifically because you see, like, you get that overhead view from John and Danny where you see, which like, is the, the only horde of screamers. They lit the swords. 
I know, and I thought I, 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 and that was fine. True. I didn't, I didn't hate that. Very like, true. I didn't like it, it. Was whatever. I thought it was a weird use of like Melisandre's powers, but fuck it. Like yeah, whatever. It was a I've weird flex, weird. but okay. Right. Exactly. So like, I visually, I love that that scene of them just riding across the fields, and you see like top down, just all of these flames, the sea of fire that's washing across this like black field, and then you can tell when it hits something. And then you get the battlefield view off in the distance where you see all of those lights just slowly snuffing out. I, I thought that was creative. amazing, yeah. an amazing cinematography. There were a lot of there were a lot of good spots. The there dragons were, in the moonlight was cool. Oh yeah, there were there were a, gr- a ton of great scenes. Yeah, like it, it, it wasn't a like the the, yeah. the guy that directed this was the same guy that did Hard Home and um, Battle of the Bastards. And like battle wise, like while there were some like nitpicks that i had like with the battle itself i did think the battle was incredible it was yeah. like the last like 30 minutes of the episode that really fucking killed me and it wasn't it wasn't even that bad until do you guys watch the uh the behind the show or behind the scenes like not until not until the, like it's all over i don't know right, 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 right. after yeah. it's all over but do you like stay and watch like that no. portion where they go to like the i'm saying i'll watch that at the end of the season like okay. what i'm doing like a playback i'll watch um, I don't own a stool and a rope, so I don't watch it. Right. Well, I, I watch with a bunch of friends, and they really enjoy watching that, and I'm I enjoy hanging out with my friends, so I watch it with them. That's fair. That's fair. And um, hey. and D and D somehow managed to take any good thing that has been put out on the show and make it bad, and take all of the bad things in the show and just make them so much <laughs> worse. Yes. So much worse. They're- they are shit Midas's. They really are. And like here's here's okay, so here's here's a great shit, example of that. Shit Midas. Show title. King Shit Midas. Fuck yes. So they uh they go through and to touch back on the, the, the last scene of the episode being the, the Night King and Arya, <laughs> that big climactic scene there. Um and like I, I I didn't mind her being the one that killed the Night King because I've thought that John doing it would have been way too tropey. And if the season, if the series generally tries to do anything, both in book and sometimes in show, for, they usually do all right with it in the show. It's avoid playing to character tropes. Yeah, I was fine uh, with Arya doing it as well. I was I was cool with Arya doing it. I didn't mind the ten foot vault. Um, what really got me though. Was like I didn't even mind her getting past like all of the White Walkers and like getting right up to the Night King because she's been again training for this forever. She's a faceless man. I I get it. So the thing that got me though is whenever she goes through and kills him. Whenever you listen to them tell the story, it's not that she just does this you know cool rogue maneuver and stabs him in the gut with valerian steel because valerian steel is proven to kill these things and i guess why wouldn't it kill the night king and that being a big deal i would have been completely accepting of that valerian steel or dragon glass could kill the night king sure when they go through and tell it though it was not just that she had Valerian steel, nor that she had managed to sneak up on him oh, and catch God. him out of where. You so. you are nailing the way that they talk about it. I know. Oh, we, uh, I don't me. think I want to. I don't think I want to hear it. They, oh. she knew exactly where to put the blade because there was not just anywhere that you could stab the knife no, and kill him. No, no, no. You don't, had to don't, find don't. the scar 
on his body from where the children of the forest had stabbed him <clears throat> and turned him that's into not, first that's white not walker. Where he stabbed him. Apparently, it is. According oh, to them, that is exactly what happened. Okay. And so, the, the, like, human anatomy is lost. Fucking right from their mouth. And that's what fucking infuriates me about all of this. Like, how, if they would have not opened their mouth, they would have been fine. I would have been. How is your heart located in your stomach? It's not. It's uh, not. That's where there's is where his scar yeah. is. Uh, his his scar, not his heart. His scar. I understand, but that's yeah. where the, oh, the I, scar is. Is up like right. Oh, I don't. I don't. Where your heart would be. So I have two points that I want to like make specifically to like f- because fuck you David and whatever your other fucking like fuck both of you um firstly w- at what point in time did Arya get this information that the Night King only had one weak spot was that from Bran maybe I could no. I could I no it, it it doesn't happen ever but no she learned from she learned from Bard and Gandalf mm, right that makes sense uh, so she's never presented with this information on screen. And I, I could be fine with them, like, implying that it's done off screen, I suppose. But, like, it seems really weird that they had never addressed it until now. And she just instinctively knew exactly where to do this, like, backhand fucking maneuver to stab him exactly where she needed to in order to kill him with the Valerian steel blade after getting past the White Walkers. But anyway, I'm, I'm flying through that. Uh, my second point. Why Night King, a being older than the Seven Kingdoms, a being older than, so far as we know, most of the people that have come to Westeros, even like possibly amongst some of the first settlers in Westeros, so far as we know, given the implications between him being a person at one point in time and seeing a bunch of children while they were still alive. So old person... Clearly a very powerful person, somebody very well educated in these or, or very powerful in these arcane abilities and able to raise massive armies of the dead and take control of dragons, which are very magical creatures in their own right. This very powerful person who probably has some semblance of sentience and thought capacity, even though we don't get any sort of delve into his mind at all whatsoever. We don't know really anything about him. Why, all-powerful necromancing and mortal lord, are you wearing a belly shirt and exposing <laughs> your only goddamn weak spot? You're like, why? Well, he, he didn't know. He didn't, well, he, didn't, he didn't know. He didn't you know. have it, yeah, so, like, mm, man. Listen, listen. When you're when you got backup dancers like that, and when you yeah. got when you got hair, when your hair is on fleek. Mm-hmm. Whenever you look like Ellen DeGeneres coming down from <laughs> fucking listen, Soviet Russia, listen, I don't. You don't wear a full shirt. No. Okay. No. When you you, you wear a belly shirt, that's what you do. It. Uh, yeah. It's in, like Geico. It's in, it, it really is. Like, it's like, what you do. You know, I would have. I would have never had those problems. Even I don't. I don't think if they hadn't opened their mouth. That's now not, I have tons of problems. I have that's tons not of problems. Geico's fucking tagline. Yeah. Geico isn't, that's what you do. <laughs> Why did you say that? Wait, it's not? I don't if, believe Geico if, is. No, they do like uh, if, if. That's what you do. <laughs> if, you're, if you're Joey Chestnut, you eat 50 hot dogs in one sitting. Mm-hmm. If you're uh, Geico, yeah. you give 15% off your home insurance or car insurance. That's, it's what you do. 
Okay, maybe it is. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's just uh, that really like I I wouldn't have a problem in, if they didn't fucking open their mouths there, but they did, and I can't unsee it or unhear it now. Nope. And that the does other, bother me. The other thing that like it kind of bothers me, and it's not a huge deal, but it, it does bother me a little bit. You had all of these characters in a very near death situation. All right. Um, shit was bad for a lot of people. And I wish, like, I wish whenever Arya did that and, and killed the Night King and uh, in so doing killed off the White Walkers and the undead and everything that uh, the Night King had brought down with him. Right, everything that advances uh, the plot. Right, everything that advances the plot, uh, in, in this storyline at least. Um, uh, there weren't more named character deaths. Like, there was a lot of death, which was all right. And there were like three named characters, Theon, Beric, and... No, four. Theon, Beric, Lyanna, and Jorah um, were all killed off during this episode. Which, yeah. that's nice, but like, I, it just felt so deus ex machina. Whenever Arya Plot just armor. happened to do this and fucking killed all of them, Plot like at the armor. right moment to save all of these named characters who like I, I, I just wish that like a couple of them would have died so that way it didn't feel so very miraculous. It still would have been it still would have been miraculous, just not You hear what they're saying now? Hmm. That when uh when John stands up to yell at Viserion what mm-hmm. he's what he's doing is he sees Arya. Oh, and yelling, yelling for go. He's yelling go, go. What? Mm-hmm. Where did you get that from? Uh, I've actually heard that a couple of times today. It's been on Reddit. It's being picked up by. Why? Why do you do that? It's being picked up by. Listen, I didn't. No, why do you watch and give Reddit any credence? I didn't. Thing? I didn't go to Reddit, and if you wouldn't cut me off, I'd finish my fucking sentence, and then you could no, but did, fucking no, hi, hi. It was started at Reddit and then picked up by like Vox and fucking BuzzFeed and all these things. And now it's getting and now because I admin a group where I have to fucking approve every fucking post or not. And I see a thousand posts a day of people saying, oh, my God, can you believe it? John actually was instrumental in the Night King because he distracted Viserion by yelling go at Arya. Here's a BuzzFeed link. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Oh, it didn't happen. He fucking he was just yelling at a dragon. Yes. Be done. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh wow, there's a lot there. I can't argue with anything that any of you all said. Um but so, th- three weeks left. Uh but I'm gonna I'm gonna do Still something. This is me off that this was the end of it. They should have lost the <laughs> Winterfell. They should have lost it. Even if it wasn't complete annihilation, they should have lost it and had to have fallen that back at least down to the neck. Because Why? Now, because now the world will never know. The apocalypse was right here on the doorstep. Who's the end of the world. It okay. made Cersei right. Right. How? It wasn't a problem. Because it, because it wasn't a problem issue. because they just took care of it. They won the Battle of Winterfell, so clearly they didn't need Lannister forces. So... Firstly, Cersei was right all along, which, like, that's not a big problem. But, like, the big problem that I had is you've set this up for years, years and years and years, since the first episode of the first season. 
The White Walkers were coming. Winter was coming. It was a problem. It was like this was the end of the world. And the Game of Thrones was supposed to distract you from the end of the world while it was inevitably coming and happening. But it turns out the end of the world was just a distraction from the truest threat. Cersei Lannister. Lannister. Well, yeah, show plot contrivances are... are, uh... It's just they like, burn. They burn when you pee, for sure. Yeah, I just, I don't understand. Like, I, 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 I I'm excited for this to be over. I've said that so many times, for better yes. or worse. Like, I'm excited for it to be over. I'm excited to see an end, and then I'm excited to be done with it for a little bit. Well, I was, um, I, yeah, we're we're gonna apparently just do this. We're gonna do Game of Thrones <laughs> this week and then game next week. No, we we're, doing give, we're, we're doing in-game too. We can't. There's no way now. Um, we have to. We, we have to give our listeners a chance to see in-game, I guess. Because I've got at least an hour worth of in-game to talk about. We're, we're, well, we're going to have to. We're, we're doing some in-game tonight. I, I, can't, I can't not. Well, I, I'm going to take a minute to... Uh, I can't believe I'm doing this. I'm going to be a bit of a show apologist. For episode three. What? All right. What do you have? (laughs) While he's doing that, let me know about the art I just sent you. Uh, About the what? I just sent you guys a new t-shirt design I whipped up right now. Oh. This is all I'm going to say about it. Because I, I, during the episode. amazing. (laughs) Yep, that's the one. So, during the show, I was irate. Um, I was yelling at Lindsay like did you see anything can you see anything can you fucking see anything and uh, I was really pissed because it, it really was it was giving me a headache and I couldn't tell what I was seeing and I I got over it because again my predictions came true but later on after I had a chance to think about it I actually am going to give not D&D, but I'm going to give the director of the episode and, and the other people involved in just this particular battle, I'm going to give them kudos for in a sense trying to stay true to the essence of the show. And by that I mean it, it's to, all right, so it's really hard to make anything look good by firelight, as we all know. The, the ruddy glow, blinding glow of being by a fire is not good lighting. But fire is everything to this show. It's the essence of, it's one of the essences of the show is fire. Right. They could have made another contrivance. I'm not saying that, that Peter Jackson used a contrivance, but, you know, the Battle of Helm's Deep, which is the kind of the, the, the landmark or the benchmark, I'm sorry, of of epic pitch battles. Yeah, nighttime sure. cinematography. Well, no, they use the the contrivance of a extremely bright moonlight to compensate for it being a, a night rain battle. There's a humongous if you look if you go back and watch. I mean, it's a unbelievably bright moon that gives the necessary illumination for contrast. <clears throat> Well, you know, there was no way to, unless you manufactured something with magic or some other bullshit, to make lighting for this, what has to be a nighttime battle in fog and mist. 
And they, they did it. They stuck true to harsh firelight is the only light source. Yeah. And it's, it's muting and it's awful. And I, I, it's hard to look at, but it's true. And Honestly, that was like the least of my problems with the episode. I didn't mind it being uh, like that dark and gritty and like choking. I did because I couldn't. I could not track what I was I, seeing as far I, as people. I was also watching it on a projector on like a fifteen-foot screen. So how'd you do that? Because of my old roommates have a projector, and we have a giant wall, giant Okay, uh, so that's one way. But so right. as far as like that was my, my least favorite thing. I didn't have quite such a bad reaction to the ending um, that everybody else seems to. I don't know, maybe because it fit my own narrative. But I I think the Night King is just a lackluster supervillain. Him himself, you know, the the concept of the White Walkers is still good, but he's just it's just not t- turdish. Um, I I. I liked, in a macabre sense, the characters we lost. I mean, I thought there was a, enough of that to to satiate some some death is finiteness. Uh, the Theon redemption arc is pretty good, but that could be because uh, what's his name is I think one of the better actors on the show in terms of how they've handled their character. Yeah. Alfie Allen. Him, correct. Um, so I, I think there was actually more good than bad, um, and upon some re- rewatchings and whatnot going forward, I think it, some of that sharp taste will ebb and people will kind of get over it. Everything everybody else said is true. Also, it is, in a sense, a little anticlimactic in the fact that now we have to have the show end as a the Battle of King's Landing, which I'm not super pumped about, but. So there you have it. There's my glass half full. That was odd. I didn't, yeah, expect, it felt I weird. didn't, I didn't expect a glass half full from you. Okay, so that was a, that was that was a catch up on on Game of Thrones. We're going to pivot to Endgame. I know Nick think I know Nick doesn't want to do it, but we have. I don't. Have I don't do least, it. We have to at least touch on it. Okay. Touch away. We got to touch on it. Um. Everything that I and we'll get into if you'd like to go into more depth next week, maybe give a couple weeks for everybody. I know I've watched it twice. Rob's watched it twice. Mm-hmm. Seen it twice. Joe, have you seen? I'm it? the only one who's seen it once. Okay. Um, I think it is still. Uh, my rating is still the same after a rewatch. Um, I don't want to throw the word masterpiece around too lightly. I will. But I think it. I think it is one. Agree. Spoiler alert. Um, I made this hot take on MPW, but I hot take. I'm pretty sure that this is your best picture winner. Nah, uh, it, it, they won't allow it. Uh, it'll be nominated for best picture. No, not no, it won't. Uh, I think it will. Black Panther was nominated for best picture. Yeah, if Black Panther was nominated, this is. I th- I thought it was only nominated in like that weird category, that like nope. fans' choice category. Nope, it was nominated for best picture, and so. Well, this is uh, a legitimately infinitely better movie than Black Panther. I I think so too. Um, 
I kind of agree with you a little bit, Nick, in that upon a second viewing, the um, emotions aren't as what they were. But I, I still, uh, um, they were at different times for me. I know like what you're when saying. He, like when yeah. he tucks his daughter in at the beginning of the movie before he goes off to decide to fight crime. Mm-hmm. That got me knowing what that, you know, you know, knowing what that meant. Yes, um, for sure. Guys, I loved it. I really, really loved it. I love everything, everything doing it. And then also watching, seeing Howard the Duck show up. That makes were you, were you able, I looked. I didn't. I couldn't see him. I, I saw him the second time, but I was like, I almost went the second time just to see if I could see him. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, that makes him an Avenger. Everybody there was. Everybody there was assembled under Cap. That makes him an Avenger, and I love. <sighs> I uh, yeah. I mean, I, how do we want to do this? We need to be better movie reviewers. I think. Like, do we want to want to go round table? Do we want to go like? Uh, most impactful moment? Do we want to do like I don't think Give we want me, to do a synopsis of the story. That's no, no, no. Cheesy, I, and I, but I, I would love to do a, uh, um, you know, give me your give me your favorite moment, and then give me your. Um, well, I'll go first. Like, um, give, I, well, I'm looking for two moments though. I want like okay. favorite moment, and then I think like what's the most uh, impactful moment in the movie uh, for the entire MCU? Okay. Well. Oh, okay. Again, again. God, this is, for the this entire. Is, yeah. This is very spoilery. All right. So if you guys are listening, I mean, give it a week and come back and listen to this episode because I, I truly – I am not somebody that really worries about spoilers. But this is such a good movie that I actually don't want to spoil it for you. So um, if you haven't seen it, step away. Okay. If you're still here. Uh, hater that I am, I, I think it was truly – it's cinema gold. Um, because it one because it's long, and I'm so tired of compressed stories. I like that it's Preach. long. I like I like that they they let the they let the they let the emotions and the narrative build like like it would normal like it's organic enough that that everybody who's watching it is able to follow what's going on and how and why. And much the way that the first Avengers movie was kind of perfect in that, um, in that sense, and how it kind of starts one way, like with the angst, and then brings it all the way around, and then has like an, uh, a semi climax, and then it just kind of goes. It doesn't all. This movie doesn't all fall together like perfectly and happily, you know. In terms of the emotions, I mean, it's 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 up, it's down, it's raw, it's all over the place. <sighs> a favorite moment. Um, there's, I, so I, I, I won't take the one that everyone will know when they see it because I think that one doesn't need my endorsement. You know, on your left doesn't need my anybody's endorsement. It just it just is. It's what you need. Right. Yeah. Um. Possibly one of the greatest scenes in movies ever, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's po- it's it's the most fucking incredible moment and feeling. Just seeing that for the first time. There's there's just so there, there's so much. I do you, do you instinctively mind? I, to me, uh, I, I guess 
because of how it plays with the comic book arc and because he's my favorite character and combining my favorite two characters, everybody knows who those are. Um, the And because I didn't at all see it coming, which is great. Um, Cap wields Mjolnir, I think, is probably my singular... Yes. My but that'll be my moment, and then so I, good. I mean everything, everything in the film involving I think Tony Stark and his 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 whole arc. I think it touches every base, and you know, including the ending, as the most impactful to the MCU franchise. The the journey of Tony Stark and Iron Man. It was incredible. I agree. Rob, go ahead. What's yours? You're chomping at the bit. Uh, so my favorite scene by far, and it was a really small one. There was so many amazing small moments in this movie. And I think that's like... there. Yeah, I agree. It, there were so many. I think that's one of the things that just... Makes it so good. Makes it incredible. My favorite scene, and it still makes me fucking weak thinking. You about you it. actually cut out. You cut out right at the beginning of that. It, my favorite my favorite scene, and I still get weak thinking about it, is Happy and Morgan sitting oh. on the porch. Oh, it's tough. It's tough. And he asked her what she wants to eat, and she says cheeseburgers. And you can see him just choke up a little bit. And say you dad like cheeseburgers. Do you remember what Tony Stark said when he got back from the cave in Iron Man One? Mm-hmm. I want an American cheeseburger. And cheeseburger. I want an American cheeseburger. And that's just yeah, that's and it was the most perfect. Like it was impactful. Yes. Fa- it- Fav say what you want about Fav, but he fucking nailed that scene. Oh yeah. It was incredible. <laughs> um also, uh, just because it definitely needs play, uh, whenever Peter had the gauntlet and was jumping around, uh, <laughs> firstly, like, proves to be just an, Tom Holland fucking kills his he, he is. He really best, is perfect. Spider-Man, for sure. Yeah. Uh, whenever he gets fucking pelted out of the air and crashes down to the ground and <laughs> is, like, just clinging onto the gauntlet, and then Carol Danvers shows up. Oh. And then all of the other women show up. I thought that was rescue. Yeah, yeah I loved it. And like, oh my god, it was that was an awesome, like, awesome scene. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you could you could find a That's million little little not parts an there. insignificant part of why I wish they had uh, just a girl plan. Right then. Well, uh, a what? Boy, that oh. would have taken that oh. would have taken me right out of. Oh, uh, I would I would have been so into it. Ugh. Now that's more Sonic the Hedgehog, I think. Than, than <laughs> um, hey, uh, song-wise, I don't know. Oh, they're, they're, but you're right. I mean, there's how many times you, do you want them to use that song in a fucking like franchise, Joseph? Twice. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> twice. Jesus Christ. The, no. uh, it's just so... I get that you're on a no doubt kick right now, but fuck right off. I'm actually on a Michelangelo and the gentle. No one cares. Or something I, like that. You're making shit up. I've never been I a am. huge. I, I've never been that, that huge of the fan of, of the Hawkeye character. Mm-hmm. I like Jeremy Renner, but I mean, just as far as throughout the, the various films. Um, but I thought he did a particularly. Uh, 
poignant job of capturing the unspoken emotion mm-hmm. throughout the movie. I mean, from oh, yeah. the especially the opening scene, and then when he gets the phone call right after. Man, that yeah, snap too. like they don't even play the Marvel bit until no. after that fucking like scene where he's teaching his daughter how to shoot a, or like helping his daughter practice shooting a. That bow. was so perfectly done. I mean, that's wow. just, yeah, it I mean, was that. amazing. Like just cold open right it's, into that. The other thing too is like that's as a dad. Yeah. That's how you would have acted. He would. I mean, even when he exactly. like he runs, he runs exactly. And he yells like boys, and he does like the whistle thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like. That's how, that's how I would have acted. It would have been like, it's I don't know. It's just, and to start the movie with that fucking gut punch, is just <laughs> cruel fucking. and unusual. But no, my, but I mean it's, it uh, sets it, it really sets it up. Yeah, it tees up the the urgency. Wonderful. My favorite part was already talked about, and it's 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 dual wielding cap shield and Mjolnir. So I'm not gonna, that's not, I'm not going to pick that one. Well, I, I certainly don't hold claim to it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I know you don't. I'm just going to try to throw something else out there. Yeah. There's I, lots of good moments. So when, when Thanos returns and, and destroys the Avengers headquarters and there's all this chaos and stuff ensuing, and then you get Thor, who has just been standing there watching Thanos sit there. And he's joined by Cap and Iron Man. Mm. And he's just like, he's mm. just sitting there doing nothing. Mm-hmm. And then I think he says, it's either him or Cap says, you know, this is a trap, right? And Tony says, you know, yeah, I don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> Let's kick his ass. <laughs> like, we're going to, I like, I fought him by myself. And then when you think about the fact that when he, when he, it, you know, before the five years later time jump, when he got in Cap's face about how I needed you and you weren't there. Mm-hmm. Um, and now he, it's like, it's almost like Tony was like, you know what? I don't care. I've got my boys. My here. boys are at my side. Let's I, do this. And Thor just braided his beard with lightning. So I'm. I think I'm. <laughs> it's just fucking Thor great. Lebowski also so inspired. good. That was so that was good. so nicely done. That whole decision to take that character that direction yep. was so perfect. Well, yeah. it shows it shows that they're human. It shows that they're they're still like they're flawed people. They're not they're superheroes in the fact that they do heroic things. And they yeah. have superpowers. But, but I, I also loved um when Cap wields Mjolnir, Thor yells, uh-huh. I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which then yeah. I saw there was another thing on on like somebody created a meme or said something that basically said um, Cap's always been worth right. In, didn't want in, to show in, off in, 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 in Age of Ultron. He just didn't pick it up because he didn't want to like fucking crush Thor. Right. I don't buy that. But. I, but I can see it. I can see it. What I can see, what my thought is, that's the most Captain America thing to do, though, isn't it? Like, hey, I'm I I can pick this up. I'm not gonna because I'm not gonna. That would just take my guy's thing away. Right. So I'm gonna I, I know I can do it. I don't I'm need gonna, to prove it. I'm going to move it to make sure I can. Yeah, okay, I can. That's good. And then when the time was right, he was able to wield it because he, he did. I thought that was cool. So, and then my last, I, the part where, uh, and I, maybe I'm reading into things, or maybe it was what I heard, but when Pepper Potts <laughs> tells Tony, we'll be okay. Yeah. Oh. I think, first of all. You can rest now. I, I well, I think that that 
um, was she speaking to Tony Stark fans too? Oh yeah, for sure. That hey, we'll be okay. <laughs> I think that she was like I don't think it was just Tony Stark fans. I think whenever she was doing that, it was like to everyone. It wasn't oh. just to Tony. It was a very statement. I thought Joe, it was do you, Joe, do you have any high level thoughts, and then we can move? I don't know that I, I don't know that I have any high level thoughts. I've been uh, funneling my energy towards something else during this whole conversation. Mastery. But uh, I did have a favorite moment that hasn't been mentioned, which mm-hmm. is uh, Professor Hulk. Yes, uh, my guy, my he, favorite guy. He was there. Uh, oh, you didn't like that? It I did. Made me so happy. I loved it. I didn't. It's you know why? Like I, it. You know why? It's I didn't what like I've it. been wanting for so long. Why didn't you like it? No, no, well, I, did, I, 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 did, I didn't not. I didn't not like it. I, I loved it. Uh, oh, when my wife leaned over to me and said, "Why am I sexually attracted to Professor Hulk?" Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, who wouldn't be? Yes, <laughs> he's making we were, tacos. We were all feeling that. I think just handing out tacos. Yeah. Also, the fact that he hands him the tacos. I thought that was. Hilarious. I thought that was amazing. So good. Hey, I, and the real MVP, the rat. Yeah. Oh, he's the Rocket. he's he's the real no, the rat that released Scott Lang. Yeah. Quattro. Oh yeah. He's the real MVP. Oh my oh, gosh. I oh, also, that. great speaking of great moments, that's not our only time machine. <laughs> 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 Climax oh. in the middle of a battlefield. And the <laughs> best, I think the best for the whole final battle, and you can see it in the background, is those big Chitari, like Space War, and Giant Man just fucking cold cocked. Oh, yeah, that's so good. Like, fuck yeah. So good. Uh, moment that I thought was great for future implications as Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's cool. That's 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 definitely which, what I, which is I'll, even, I'll even allow thing. it. I'll even I will even allow it. I mean, technically, it's a thing, but yeah. I'm Although this it. is obviously going to be different, but it's going to be it's a great way to basically have replaced Gamora mm-hmm. uh, for what's his name? What's his name's return? James Gunn's return for Guardians Three. Huh? I'm so I'm so happy. James Gunn's going. Uh, he, he's coming back. You knew that he's coming back for Guardians Three. Was it ever in doubt? Hello? Hello? Is it me that you're looking for? Darkwing. Duck? Duck. Check your six. Oh. Anybody? I'm here. We're all here. We're Nobody. all here. Everyone's here. You, you can rest not now. There. You can rest yeah. now. We'll be okay. I'm muting him while he's figuring things out. So, <laughs> um... I feel like I should unmute him. He's not going to figure that out. No. <laughs> All right. Oh, that was a mistake. Are there? Me. Okay. Yeah, I'm there. We're we're there. No, I was talking in Nick, but um so uh I'm trying to think of what else. Because um, I, I feel like are are there any stones that we should leave unturned before we finish this? Because like do we do we want to leave anything on the table for yeah. For the for the person who maybe hasn't seen it yet, yeah, who's decided to commit? Because uh, there are a couple of big things that we haven't touched on. I'm okay with that. Did what what ha- what happened there? Did we? I muted you for a while because you kept asking stupid questions like Darkwing Duck. I everything went silent. I I 
That was just you. Craig had dumped us. Nope. Shut it. Nice. So, yay, nay, on the. No, I, I say go for it. Okay. What? What did I miss? Uh, so, uh, the. What are we doing? Scene on Voromir. Oh, I was asking if we should have stones unturned at this point or if we should just go through and talk about everything. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, the scene on Voromir. Uh, with uh, Black Widow and Hawkeye, I thought was fantastic. Like, especially since they decided to go the like, will they, won't they, on who's going to commit suicide successfully? Yeah, when when uh, when Clint says, uh, I think we're talking I, about I, the wrong, different people. We're talking about different people. Uh, and then like it was it was fantastic. Like I I had no idea until. Like until the moment, which one was gonna die? And then whenever Black Widow, it was. Well, she had read in her ledger. Right. Not uh, anymore. No, and... but that's. I think that's. Uh, I also don't think she was going to let him. If there was a chance that he could be reunited with his family, she wasn't going to let him pass Not, on that. Yeah, yeah. Right. She, she was going to make sure that he had that chance. Uh, and I, so I thought that was great. And like one of the other things that I thought was was her filling the shoes of Nick Fury. Yes. Um, like keeping tabs on everything, watching everything, being in contact with everyone, and then being the one that brought the team back together. I thought that was incredibly well done. I agree. Um, yeah. Uh, awesome. Um, there really isn't much that you can we can walk through it all scene by scene, but there really isn't even anything really to nitpick. Um, which no, is I, I don't. Kind of amazing. I don't have a lot of nitpicks at all. Um, there was a there was an interesting nitpick from the internet that came days later. Nope. Okay. We, I don't allow. <laughs> I'm intrigued. Go on. Uh, it, I I have no problem with it. This is not my nitpick. Um, but somebody pointed out that it was very out of character for Cap to uh, go back and live life with Peggy. Who gives a shit? I, I'm it's with not, you. It's not, Who it's gives not a out shit? of character no. at that point where I the story is. Completely agree with you. Sense. That was somebody else. Somebody else. That was their, their no. argument. Yeah, because they're... Cap wouldn't create an alternate timeline. And then the other thing is, is how did he get back to this timeline? Here's the thing. Uh, they... After living it out. But that's the only one I've heard in a it's week. It's not a different if that's, timeline. It's he's he's in the same timeline. He just went the I long mean, way they, around. They were they were creating printed realities throughout the course of the entire movie. Loki right. got away with the Tesseract. But but the whole point of his going to return the stones was to decrease or destroy as many of those alternate realities as possible. He but did. They still had those interactions. Regardless, I'm not. Even if he put like I know, this is, I know this isn't your point. I know that this you. isn't your yeah, fight. Yeah, please stop arguing with me. But I'm, I'm not I arguing with, with you. you. I'm arguing the points, motherfucker. I'm not arguing with anybody. Chill. It's the tone. It's Jesus the tone. Christ. I Bring haven't spoken in five minutes. <laughs> Regardless of Cap going back in time and putting all of the things back in place, they've still created a series of alternate realities. And even if he goes back and puts everything back in place. 
there, like even if he puts it back exactly at the point that he needs to, he's still going to interact with those realities and cause splintering because he wasn't there initially. So him going back in time and going to these points to drop off things and put them back where they belong, because he's well, still interacting with the timelines, he also still was going to be creating skewed like skewed alternates. Yes, yeah. I agree with he you. Can we please also... move on so you can stop talking? Oh, oh. okay. I just wanted to punch a hole in bad internet theories. <laughs> yeah, I, that's what I was trying to do, but Joe took it. So, well, just it's just the, it's just the venom cap, in the voice. I didn't need it. Cap, if he was returning it exactly as they were taken, which means he'd be going back to 1970 New Jersey, which would have been, you know, uh, his own natural place in the in the progression. So that would have been where he would have just slid into to. The, the Peggy narrative and just ridden that one out to current times. Yep. Yeah, I mean, there's there's holes to be punched there, but I, I I didn't feel my contrivance gland swelling up with that whole deal. The, the I only do thing love. That I, oh, sorry, go on. I do love that everything they knew about time travel they learned from the movies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, was cool. That was I really well that done. That was awesome. The other thing too is, and this is the point I was trying to get at earlier this week. Sebastian Stan plays Bucky Barnes, Winter Soldier. Mm -hmm. I've heard that. Yeah. He was also in Hot Tub Time Machine. He was? Yes. So. Really? That's hilarious. It, it was just like that. So if, and that's what I'm saying. So, oh God, I'm spacing his name. Who played, big, who played the Big Lebowski? Who was? That's Jeff, Jeff Bridges. Bridges. Okay. Jeff Bridges was in a movie. Not in Hot Tub Time Machine. Called. Well, no, but he was in the Big Lebowski. Okay, which is, which is a thing that is real in the MCU, because the Big Lebowski is real in the MCU. The movie Correct. is right. Otherwise, he wouldn't have called Thor Lebowski. There'd be no reference for it if it didn't exist in that world. Okay. But if it did exist in that world, that means that at at some point, Tony Stark had to have said, "Hey, my my business partner." Obadiah looks just like Jeff Bridges. Except just he like really, him. in that movie, looks nothing really like Jeff Bridges. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, there's <clears throat> all these things existed in that world. And, and which they, which Reddit stream did you get this off that's, of? That's not Reddit. It's just uh, there's th there's just things that are said in the movie. Yeah, I mean, he, he references in Hot Tub Time Machine. So mm -hmm. it's just they reference movies starring guys in movies. It's just a, a, interesting. It's just funny to me. It's almost like the uh, the Tommy verse from Saint Elsewhere. That's all. Wow. Okay. So, uh, I think we're all agreed. We think it's a masterpiece. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. I just wait for it to come out on DVD. It was a perfect because, ending. Oh yeah. It no, it was a perfect first, ending uh, to the the entire franchise for sure. I I don't think I think it'll be the reason I buy 4K. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's also as we've talked about as. Uh, it's, it's uh, I'm okay with now closing that chapter in my life. I'm I'm okay with the walk away, and I'm taking my heroes, and I'm going home, and enjoy I, enjoy Blacked in America or whatever the next movie is. Uh, I've never I, been more ready fine. for Howard the Duck. I and I and I before this movie, I would have told you that you're a. I'm a. I'm a I, I'd have told you you were what a, a fool. Foof? Oh, a, a poof. I That's what I heard. I rescind. Thank you. I can, I can, I can 
back. I don't think I will. I'll probably I'll see the other movies, but I don't begrudge you not seeing them. And supposedly, Matroid, who's a huge Marvel fan from the Sci-Fi Podcast, mm-hmm. um, he he left the movie and said the exact same thing. I have no need to see any other Marvel movie ever made. Yeah, man, I am. I'm sorry to be such a toot my own horn guy. I'm just on fire lately. <laughs> my <laughs> narrative. You ain't sorry. Quit I, that. <laughs> I, I feel bad. My righteousness is a burden to bear. Um, <laughs> you know, Jesus. <laughs> is your back okay from carrying the show? Oh, I saw that. That's funny. I saw that Aria meme. That was that was pretty funny. Um. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It, it felt it felt good and right and complete, and I think that was probably what they were looking for. And uh, good on only, good on them for for telling it the way it needed to be told. And 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 they fucking nailed it. The only thing that I think that I could have wanted more, I really want a scene of Cap returning the Soul Stone. Returning the Soul Stone? Yeah. Yes. yes. I would like to know what happened there. Because he's because the Red Skull is the fucking guardian of the Soul Stone and the on Voromir. They're gonna show up and he's gonna say like, "Hello, Steve, Hello, son of whatever," and he's Bill. gonna say, "He's just say like, uh, Red, Red, is that, is you're that a fucking Nazi?" I was. <laughs> no, I'm a sheet with a red face. <laughs> <laughs> oh so funny so anyway what have you guys Ugh. been geeking out this week did we oh, just geez. talk about it yeah I think, I, I yeah think, pretty much i think this is the ultimate and <laughs> self-explanatory geek yeah no end game <laughs> i'm with you and some goat I, uh, when i have time i believe i am scheduled to see it for a third time this sunday um nice I, I am taking my father who will be joining us at some point Ooh. for for a segment I call Out of Context Kevin, where he Love tells it. us what he thought about Avengers Endgame, having only ever seen Black Panther. Oh, boy. I don't know if I can listen to it. <laughs> I I'm love intrigued. it. I'm so excited. So if you, if you, like, if you like what we hear and to uh, help us out, maybe throw us a couple dollar bills, head over to Patreon, search for GeekCast Live, uh... You know, applied to the uh, appropriate tier, and uh, give us a dollar bill or two. Oh, and if you like merchandise uh, and us, we have that now. And you can head on over to gcl.threadless.com and pick some stuff up. You could get a, a sweet heck and pumped sweatshirt. Uh, you can be about that life with Rob's skull shirt. Rob skull. I believe you, uh, you, no, you, you could get, get a fuck tradition coffee mug. Goddamn right. And coming soon, uh, Shit Midas, maybe. Actually, already live. Already live. <laughs> the Shit Midas shirt. Yeah. Shirt. If, you, if you also can turn gold into garbage. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Benioff and Weiss ed- ex- limited edition. Collection Shit Midas. Which, oh. uh, which is uh, in, a, in a very cool uh, Hanna-Barbera font. And I love it. <laughs> The font is actually called Peralta. <laughs> yeah, that makes That's sense. That's too perfect. <laughs> that is and all. Go go enjoy Endgame, fo- everybody. Follow us yeah. in the places you follow us. Leave us a review on the iTunes. Tell us 
what font you think a shirt should be in. And uh, and uh, we we love you all three thousand. Ba 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 ba. Bye. That's for Daniel. Check this.